Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Each week, we focus on a person, historical event, or pop culture moment linked to HIV and explore the story of what actually happened. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And between us, we've been working in the field of HIV for 40 years. Our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Um, Hello there. For anything, um, I know I'm just diving straight in. I don't even care. What's that? What's that behind your head? I'm glad you asked. So do you remember, was it last week? Was it only last week? Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Was it last week? I don't know. It might have been. So uh, one of our lovely listeners, Will, was asking about the black cable behind me. Yeah. All right. So actually, I should probably put people in the loop. So on Sarah's black cable, obviously, we'll share an image of this. There is some sort of what I can only describe as word document sort of clip art yes oh yeah yeah and it says i heart the lost boys of soho and she stuck it down her black cable that will had asked about it's very sort of art attack isn't it it is i'm embracing it so when we record the podcast you edit it and then you send it over to me and i have a listen just to make sure that nothing's kind of been missed out and we were talking about the fact that i'd been asking for a good two years to have this cable boxed in well, yeah. when I listened to the edit and we were talking about this, my husband was in the room <laughs> and I wasn't sure if he was listening to, to the podcast with me or he was just there. And all of a sudden he just looked at me and went, all right. And I was like, oh, OK, you you can hear us then talking about this. Current situation is we're no further forward with the boxing in. So I'm going to embrace this and I'm going to send out messages. I thought you were just making it look as terrible as possible until your husband couldn't take it anymore. And he's just like, I will box this in now. Stop with this madness. No, I'm embracing it. So are you inviting people that if they'd like you to pin something up that's appropriate? Yes. Using my artistic skills, if it's in Comic Sans and I can use clip art, I'm all over it. So if anybody wants a little message in the background, I'm here for it. Actually, let's not start encouraging things like that. That's madness. But I mean, I like it. So let's let's see where it takes us next next week. Speaking of lovely Will, he 
left us a voice note. I'm loving that people are leaving us voice notes now, by the way, on Instagram. So um, he had gone to get his bloods done this week. This is not, we're not, you know, this is something he shares widely on his own social media. I and mean, then he made a whole reel about him going to Dean Street. And when he was there, the nurse actually knew about us from the HIV podcast. And for those of you that we might not know, but Will's written a book. It's a really fantastic book. And it's called The Lost Boys of Soho, like is what's written behind Sarah. Well, she didn't ask further questions about him and his book. So he sent us. Yeah, so Will sent us a voice note. And I mean, I, I'm not normally technically challenged Sarah, but I seem again not to be able to play it. But basically, he called us a couple of lemons and said that, which I very much enjoyed, basically said that she hadn't heard of him, but she'd definitely heard of us lemons shouting down a microphone about our vaginas and the bin men at number 29, <laughs> which I loved. So I was like, amazing. Oh, I like that description. Yeah, that's what we lemons. are. And I've listened, to, I've listened to it because um, you did play it to me yesterday when, when we were in the office. He's another one with a good accent, isn't he? Such a good accent. Such a good accent. Right. Moving swiftly on, Sarah, it's European Testing Week. Because it's European Testing Week, this week, our episode, thank you very much, is sponsored by AuraQuick. And AuraQuick HIV self-tests give you more control, allowing you to test yourself accurately anytime, anywhere, using an oral fluid sample. No blood, no needles, just results in 20 minutes. AuraQuick is easy, painless, proven and private. It's available from the Terence Higgins Trust Superdrug Amazon and pharmacists throughout the UK and you can find additional information on uk.oraquick.com and we'll also put that link obviously like we always do below the podcast um in the blurb and also we'll put it out on our social media so very apt obviously because we're doing testing ways today so we will be trying out one of their AuraQuick tests alongside other ones but thank you very much AuraQuick. Indeed thank you thank you for sponsoring our episode. Yeah, I'm really excited today. It's a bit of a, um, I was going to say a doing episode. It's a doing one. Brilliant. I mean, everyone who listens regularly will know that we sometimes can barely talk. Now we're actually incorporating activities into the episode. It's And also activities that are visual. I know. Why Why would we think this is a good idea? But I don't I, know. I like it. I'm on board. So tell us, Sarah, what are we doing? I mean, I know I know, but tell everyone else. Right. Okay. Hold on. I'm not organised. No, that's all right. I can cut. At all this week. And also, I don't have to do much this week, so I feel like I'm very, very chilled out, very zen. Yeah, no, that's nice, though. That's good. I'm just not on it today. Do you know why? Okay. You know when your day doesn't start off well and it just doesn't get any better? Yeah? What, what yes. happened? When I went for my morning walk, I mean, I saw approximately 17 people on that walk. I walked around the park. Then 17? Yeah, it's quite a busy park. What time do you go? Know so I didn't count them all, but let's say approximately 17 people. I also went to the corner shop and I saw our lovely shopkeeper there. I saw two mums coming back from the school run. I had a quick chat with them and I saw my neighbour and had a quick chat with her. None of them, Jess, none of them thought to tell me that I had a dried up contact lens stuck to my face. <gasps> oh my God. Nobody let you know. Do you think they thought it was a bit of skin? <laughs> worse. <laughs> Wow. I also had a dream last night that me and you were away for work. You'd booked the hotel. What you'd actually booked was a lovely private room for you. And you booked me into a dormitory, a male dormitory. I was horrified. And Sean had to fly out. We were abroad. Sean had to fly out and mediate between us. 
<laughs> See, I think that sounds a bit like it was going to turn into a sexy dream if you had to say to sleep longer. You were like, so you were alone and I was in a dormitory with all men. No, it really wasn't like that. It was awful. It was all 70s decor. And as I was packing my suitcase to leave and Sean was with me, he had the audacity to comment on how badly I was packing. <laughs> I was just like... This is not helping. Sean would be a great packer, wouldn't he? He will be very good at packing luggage for sure. I can see. I bet he's neat. I bet there's like Ziploc bags, things like that. I mean, feel free to correct me, Sean. Sean's our boss, just for anyone that, you know, has only just started listening. Well, that is a weird dream, Sarah. That is a very weird dream. That dream, the road contact lens, I'm not in a good place, Jess. You're not. Don't worry, because you are not having to do too much in this episode. You just get to watch me. Yes. So back to the episode. So we're looking at HIV testing. In the UK, there is lots of choice when it comes to HIV testing. I'm assuming there's lots of choice around the world, but we're UK based. So that's what we know best. You could test at your local sexual health clinic. You could test at a community HIV testing project like the one we run, which offers testing in a non-clinical environment. Both are good choices, but we know more and more people are choosing an alternative to -to face-to-face testing. And we know this because we recently ran an HIV testing project in three local authority areas where we offered a choice, face-to-face or postal tests. And we noticed that people much prefer testing in their own home, didn't we? Yeah, it was actually surprising compared to previous projects we have run before, like pre-pandemic. There was definitely a huge shift. And I think perhaps... People are just way more comfortable now taking care of their sexual health within their home. We're much more comfortable at taking tests, aren't we? You know, after the old lateral flows coming out of our ears. So, yeah, I think perhaps that's why. But whatever the reason, we thought we'd have a little look at all all the tests available. Well, a few of the tests available. I'm sure there are lots, lots more, but we don't have time to test every test available. We'd be here forever. Okay, so you're going to run us through the different tests that you've got. Yeah. And we should point out different areas of the UK offer different access to HIV testing. Yes. Yeah. So some of the tests today, um, like the AuraQuick test, who obviously are sponsoring us today, um, you can purchase that, as we said. And we'll go into that in a minute when we're chatting about the AuraQuick test. Other tests you can purchase. Um, some postal testing is free. But as Sarah said, it's difficult because not every local authority funds free testing. So we know it can be really confusing for people. It can. It's so frustrating, isn't it? I mean, we cover seven different local authority areas and they've all got different methods of accessing testing. That's why it's so hard, because we want to encourage as many people as possible to test. And you say, oh, go and check out this website for free testing or whatever. And then there'll be quite a lot of criteria and and perhaps where you live or, yeah, like we were saying, there's just a lot of criteria quite often. So we thought, actually, we will look at, so this is sort of a mixture of free tests and tests that you can purchase. Brilliant. Okay. So that kind of covers all the basis. If you don't have free postal testing in your area, you can buy one. So to demonstrate the different tests, I need a glamorous assistant. Now, those of you that have listened to the podcast a lot will know that I don't do manual work. That's not within my Not for you, is it? Not for you. No, I'm strategy, Jess. I'm not delivering projects. Uh, That's all on you. So you are my glamorous assistant. I am. Do you know, that's very sweet of you. I thought you were just going to call me the guinea pig. So (laughs) I think I I prefer glamorous assistant. Yeah, I am ready. I'm surrounded in tests. 
which is very exciting. So we have three tests to look at today um, because these are sort of the three most popular, I would say, most widely used tests that people can do in their own homes. So we're going to look at an oral test. We're going to look at an insti test. We're going to look at a postal test. And I will be testing myself with all of them. Excellent. So which the one things I do for this podcast, Sarah, the things I do. Literally just got to prick your finger, mate. It's nothing, it's nothing major. Right. Is you it? say this when we do the postal one, because that needs a lot of blood. So <laughs> brace yourselves, everyone. So let's get into it. Right. Which one first? So we're going to start with the, and I'm going to show you it. Here you go. And obviously we'll put it um, pictures out there. So we're going to start with the AuraQuick HIV self test. Now this is an oral test. Let's open the box up. So lovely box. Here we go. Okay, and this is the one that you can purchase on Amazon and you listed them at the start, yeah, didn't you? Amazon, which Amazon, by the way, I've literally noted this down. You could get it on Prime, right? So you could get it next day delivery. Oh, perfect. Amazing. And also I had a little look, Superdrug in quite a few of their stores can offer same day delivery. So if you're near one of those stores, we know an awful lot of people get in touch with us who say, I want to test and I want to test today. Perhaps this is a good option for you. So here's our swab. Oh, okay. And that's a mouth swab. Yes. So this is a mouth swab and this is where we're going to read the result. And this flat paddle is what we're going to use to take the oral sample. So you know what? It looks a little bit like a pregnancy test. Oh, do you know? Look, it really does. That's very Mm. true. So we've also got a vial of liquid that comes with it. And that is what we're going to put our test swab into. So let's get that open quickly. Comes with a little stand. You can put it in now. I would say, and this is, I'm going to tell everyone this before I start this test, because I think some of the best bits of advice that we can give are take the time. I know I'm not doing it, but I have used these tests many, many times. Take the time to read the instructions of any tests. I would say at least a couple of times, know what you're doing. I'm one of those typical people that skims instructions. Then I do it wrong. And then I'm all upset because I haven't read it. And if I'd just taken the time, I would have done it properly. So I think take the time to read the instructions a couple of times, know exactly what you're doing, what the steps are. And also take the time to look up your nearest HIV support group or your nearest sexual health clinic. So in case it does come up with a reactive result, you've already got that right there to hand. You're not having to faff about trying to look for for information. You just have it right there. And if you don't need it, you don't need it. You just delete it. It's fine. So they are my top tips to begin with, Sarah. Okay. Right. So initially... What you have to do with an aura quick, don't eat or drink for at least 15 minutes before you're going to start the test, okay? Mm-hmm. So no eating or drinking. So I haven't eaten or drunk anything, 15 minutes. So what we want to do is we want to collect our sample. We're going to gently swab the pad along our upper gums once, our lower gums once, and you can use either side for that. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to turn it over. So the temptation is surely to just go absolutely bananas and keep rubbing it round and round your mouth. Exactly. But that is not what we want to do. So please, yes, do not think that almost brushing your teeth with it is the way forward. No, it's just so here we go. We're going to do it. So I'm about to swab it. Sarah, you can take over the little commentary for us. Uh Never looked more attractive. I see. So a gentle sweep across the top of the gums, bottom of the gums. Yep. And you're done. Yep. I'm done. That's how fast it is. Amazing. That is quick. So then I'm going, going to insert my test directly into the test tube. Okay, so you've now put it in the little vial of liquid that came with the test. Yep. And you just leave it like that. 
So the little window, like you said, like a little pregnancy test or a COVID test, I suppose many people would recognize that's going to turn pink for a few minutes. But don't read your results before 20 minutes. So you need to wait 20 minutes before you can read your result. And then don't read it after 40 minutes, because obviously it's going to start to degrade, just like with a COVID test. We're going to put that to one side, Sarah. Going to come back to that later. It's a bit blue Peter, this, isn't it? I'll be like, here's one I made earlier. That's easy to do, though, isn't it? I mean, that's really easy to do. Unbelievably easy. We will come back to that in 20 minutes time. So that's just developing. Even though, I mean, I don't, needles don't bother me at all. But I do think that that's kind of a good option just because of its simplicity. I know you have to wait a long time. Well, not a long time for the results, but longer than some other tests. Mm. There's definitely pros to using it. Oh, absolutely. So quick and easy. Love it. So we will, oh, my my little window's just starting to turn pink. So that's good. So we'll come back to that. I think the thing as well, Sarah, is I don't mind needles at all. We know this. I have tattoos. But it's still quite hard to prick your own finger when you know it's going to hurt a little bit. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say to everyone, oh, there's no pain whatsoever. It's very, very minor. But that's quite difficult, isn't it? It's almost like hurting yourself. So your brain says to you, yeah, please, please don't do that. We don't want to do that. Okay. So this is pain. Well, it is pain free, isn't it? You're just touching your gums. I'm on board with it. The only thing that confuses me with this test, we've talked about this before, is when we talk about HIV transmission, we always say it can't be transmitted by saliva. So how is this test? What is it picking up? So it's oral fluid. It's not working on the saliva. It's oral fluid that the HIV antibody lives within. Yeah, because, I mean, HIV does exist in saliva, doesn't it? But just in very... In tiny quantities. In tiny quantities. So it's not actually the saliva, which everyone gets confused about. And that's why you don't need to be, you know, rubbing your gums madly because it's not the saliva. Oh, yes. And they saturating it with saliva because that's that's not the thing we're testing here. Oh, I see. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's clever. It's very clever, isn't it? Yeah. Very, very clever. I think while we wait for our aura quick test to develop, let's move on. And I think let's give the Insti test a go. And we'll let people know because, you know, this might suit a few people, mightn't it? It's very rapid. So now this test is the one that gives you the results at home. Yes, this will give you the results in about a minute. So really speedy. We've okay. Got- and the other test that you've got is one where you send it. Where you post it away. We take the sample. post it away and get the result via text or phone call. Yes. Okay, so this is completely all in one. The test arrives through your letterbox. You test yourself. You get the result in a minute. And away you go. I've just opened the Insti test up, Sarah. And what we have, we've got three vials of liquid. Wow. So we have those. Got a needle, a plaster, and we have a little Petri-style dish that we're going to put all of our samples into. Okay, so when you say needle, we're not talking about a syringe, are we? Which is what I always assume. Very good point, Sarah, because again, people can't see us. Well done. No, so this is a um, one-use needle that we will use to prick the finger. It's sealed at the moment. You just twist it, get the lid off, we'll use it. But we'll we'll go through step by step. So, yeah. Okay, so definitely no big needles. There's a tiny little fully encased needle that you snap the top off and use that. Okay. Yes. So I have read my instructions, as I've advised everybody to do. And what I need to do is this test requires me to prick my finger and drop one small drop of blood into vial number one. Now, before we do that, 
we'll just talk a little bit about how best to get blood out. So you're going to want to have warm hands. That's going to be the easiest way that you're going to get blood out of your finger. And also give your hand a bit of a shake. That helps to push the blood to the ends of your fingers. That's always a good tip. Okay. Yes, because surely if you're nervous about doing a test like this, you're going to have cold fingers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We do find that it it can be more difficult. Right. So I'm going to take the lid off my vial one just so I'm ready to go. And they're numbered. So it's easy to know which one's which. So easy. So, so easy. I'm also going to open my needle, but I'm not going to. Let me see. How are we doing this? So you just twist twist it. You can't see the needle at all. No. Cannot see okay, so when you press it in to your finger, that's when... So, yep, so the needle jets out on a spring and then it goes back inside so there's no risk of um, needle stick injury or anything if that's what anyone's concerned about. The, the, wow. the needle gets encased back in the plastic surrounding it. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give my finger a little massage. Okay, so what? why do you massage your finger? Like I said, it's just to make sure there's lots of blood going into the end of that. So once I've pricked my finger, I'm not really struggling to get that drop of blood out. So I'm prepared, Sarah. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Okay. Do you like that? I've seen you so assertive. I know, right? <laughs> I'm in my element. HIV tests all over the place. A good tip as well, don't prick say the middle of your finger that's where most of your nerve endings are that's going to hurt more so you're going to want to prick the side of your finger and you can do any finger right but i would think that your forefinger is probably the easiest you can do any finger but if you have let's say a manual job where you're working with your hands so your skin's quite tough i would actually look at opting for say your ring finger or your little finger just because the skin tends to be slightly softer so that needle's going to get through easier. So we're saying your hands, because you're the manual side of this partnership, are callousy and rough. My hands, soft and delicate. <laughs> well, I'm still going with my index finger, though. Right. Are we ready? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to prick the side of my finger, as I said, and then I'm going to drop one drop of blood into vial number one. Wow. Okay, let's do right. this. Here we go. There we go. I've just pricked my finger. Oh, that wasn't too painful at all. Here we go. One drop of blood in vial one. Put the lid back on it. So I'm going to give vial number one a shake because that's what we're supposed to do. I have to say that I uh, need to massage my finger far too much. We won't share this part. And I don't know if they include this in the instructions, but I do think it's wise to always have some tissue in a plaster. We always do when we test yes, people, don't we? That is very true. So I think have a little bit of tissue to hand and then put your pop your plaster on afterwards and then you don't have to worry. Right. Back to vial number one. We're going to give it a little shake. No, the other thing we should say to people. Oh, no, you probably said it. I've ruined this for you now. Did you say to them to wash their hands? I'm sure you probably did. Common sense. Just wash your hands before you put your finger. Wash your hands before that. I forgot to mention that. Um, That's always, it's always a good thing. Always wash your hands. So we're going to take vial number one. We're going to pour it into our Petri dish. So you pour it all the way in and then you wait for the liquid. to. And it's a tiny little dish and it just sucks the liquid up. Yep. So we, I will put, we will put a little video out. We're videoing this currently. Then we get vial number two. Give it a little shake. Going to put that in our petri dish. Then you can just do it one after the other. Yep. So as long as it's completely soaked in. So wait for that liquid soaking. But that's how fast it soaks in, Sarah. So vial one is the one with the blood in. Vial two is the magic potion that detects the HIV. Yes. Um. No. Vial two is going to give us the dye that's going to pull up our dots. So I'll show you in a moment what the results okay. looks like. Vial number three is our clarifying solution that just makes that result 
really clear for us. So just wait for that to go down. So this is really easy to read. There's a just again, I keep mentioning COVID tests, but I feel like it's the best frame of reference for everyone. There's you're going to have a control dot. If you see the control dot, that means it's worked. And that dot's at the top. Now, if it just remains one control dot, nothing else, that's a negative result. If there's a control dot, so we know that that test worked, and then there's a dot at the bottom, that means it's a reactive result. And we should say, the reason we use the term reactive is because it's really important to say that any of these tests are preliminary tests and results will always need to be followed up with full bloods at the clinic. It's all soaked in now. So so here you go, Sarah. Here's my result. Oh, it is clear, isn't it? That's easy to read, isn't it? And how fast was that? Really quick. Yeah. And because the needle's gone back in on itself, as you can see, it's not out there anymore, it means that all of this waste can just go in regular rubbish. Okay. And I suppose there's no um, liquid escaping from the little dish thing you've just used. Nope. Look, oh, it's very tidy. Yeah, so tidy. <laughs> and in fact, you can just pop it all back in your test packet. All can just go yeah. back in there straight in the bin. What, what do you think about that one? It's awesome, actually. I didn't realise it was that easy to do an at-home test like that. Oh, it's so fast. It's so unbelievably fast. I mean, they all are, to be fair. Um, I think whether you like needles or not, we are quite used to using needles because, as in the little one-use ones, because we do them a lot. But honestly, it's just a small prick, but it really is. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt. Like, your finger doesn't hurt now. You've got no massive No, it's just, it's a little scratch. Oh, little scratch. Okay. And if the test is negative, that's a definitive negative, as in, yes. I know we've said um, if it's reactive, go and get a blood test at the sexual health clinic. If it's negative, um, there's no need to do anything further. You are negative unless you're in the window period, right? Exactly, exactly. So, yes, you're absolutely correct. But the 12-week window period is the time in which it can take HIV antibodies to develop once you have um, been at risk of contracting HIV. So if you have tested within that window period, say you've had unprotected sex and you're concerned, you'll need to test again once you're outside of that window period. Now, some of these tests can pick up HIV antibodies sooner than 12 weeks, but you'd still need to test again if you've got a negative result once you're outside that, because, Mm. you know, we have had people who've tested negative at week 11 and then week 13, they've tested positive. So please do remember that window period. It's really important. Don't just think, oh, negative result. Everything's brilliant. Just knowing your status is just the best thing you can do for yourself and others. So excellent. Thank you very much. Fabulous. So last one. one for me. This is actually going to be the toughest one, just because of the amount of blood it requires. So this is the test where you take a sample of blood and then you post it to a clinic and they analyse the results. Yes, you're going to post it back to the lab. And so it comes in a in a little box that goes through your post box and all very discreet. You know, wherever you order tests from, it's going to be discreet. Nothing's ever going to come to you. I don't imagine. We've never had anything like that, but I don't want to get sued. Saying HIV test, you know, people want people to test, so they're going to make it discreet. Now, you will see how much more blood is required by the fact that in this test, compared to the last one we've done, this has three needles, not just one. But you don't need to use all three, right? Do you? Some people do. I had a conversation with a gentleman recently and he had tried out one of the postal tests and he actually had to come to us for community testing just because he struggled. Because sometimes, as you were saying, if you're cold, if you're nervous, 
sometimes you just can't get that much blood out and it just doesn't work. Other people, like me, my I seem to flow quite easily. You are you're a right little bleeder, aren't you? I know, I know, aren't I? Bruise like a peach, bleed like a orange. Is that a saying? No. What Oranges don't bleed. Blood orange? They don't bleed. The peaches bruise. Yes. They're a very of all the fruits, Jess, I think they're the most delicate. Seriously, you're blowing my mind. I think peaches, nectarines, possibly an apricot. Look, get back on top topic. <laughs> what about a plum? A kind of hardier kind of what's the word I'm looking? Don't stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to delay this because there's three needles. Oh no, you don't see bruised do you have do people get bruised plums? If anyone's had a blues a bluesed? A blues plum. Anyone's had a bruised plum? Please let us know. As in the fruit, Jess. I don't want pictures of people's testicles. <gasps> That's true. Uh, for people in other countries, not the UK, sometimes people in the UK call testicles plums. There's a bit of education for everyone. So, okay, let's move on. Back to our postal test. Like we said, when you see somewhere advertised free postal HIV test, this is what you're going to get. For the most part, this is sort of the standard thing. It might look slightly different. It might come in a slightly different way. So what we get is uh, two cleansing wipes, two alcohol swabs, two plasters, three needles. And this in the industry is called a tiny's tube. So it's a little a little vial of, well, I don't really know what it's got in it. It's a microtainer, but basically... Magic potion. Yes, this is where we're going to put our blood now. Okay, so same principle. You're going to prick your finger, but you need to collect a much larger sample of blood in that tiny tube, in that tiny's tube. Yes, it is. It, it is tiny, and it's also called a tiny's tube. That is exactly right. Now let's check the instructions for exactly how much, because there are two lines on here: one that says six hundred, and one that says four hundred. So let's four hundred. What? Not milliliters. Half oh, no. a pint. Can you no, imagine a jug? A <laughs> Jess is just going to get a tankard. <laughs> Oh, People are fainting in their kitchens, just like, oh, I can't cope with this this week. This is absolutely awful. Right, so we're going to need to fill it to the second line that says 600. Now, I don't know 600 watt, but it's absolutely not milliliters, Sarah. Can I just reiterate? No, it's me. not milliliters, not pints, not, no. No, absolutely not. As before, go and give your hands a good wash. Then what they're asking you to do is... You probably have to be a little bit more organised, just because you've got more equipment. Absolutely. I think that's the thing. With the other tests, they're sort of quite straightforward. There are limited instructions. But this, there are what I would call more moving parts and bits just to lose. I'm already nearly losing things as we're sat here. So what you can do, though, is close your your packaging and mm-hmm. you can put your tiny's tube. What's saying I should be able... To squeeze it in somewhere, but it doesn't actually fit anywhere. Brilliant. Oh, so in one of the corners, I can squeeze my tube in there and it's going to hold it up for me. Oh, awesome. Excellent. Okay. That's fantastic. So I'm going to have to choose another finger now. Goodness (gasps) me. Right. I might have to put my reading specs on, Sarah. Look at these bad boys. Right. I think I'm going to go for my middle finger. Okay. But what you want to do is once you've wiped it down with the alcohol swab, get a tissue, make sure it's completely dry or yeah. wait till it's air dried. So, again, I'm going to give my hand a good shake. There we go. Good massage. Treat yourself. Bit of pampering, bit of self-care here. Oh, nothing says pampering, does it, like giving yourself a your own finger massage? 
I thought you were going to say nothing says self-care, like giving yourself your own HIV test. You're right, Sarah. You're right on both counts. <laughs> Massages and HIV tests. So <laughs> much enjoying Dame Edna Everidge here. Rest in peace. Love it. Out how to do the test. Yep. Basically, that is what... In case you can't guess, right? we don't do postal tests on ourselves very often. We do send them out to other people, but we don't do them on ourselves. Yes, no, we have in the past, but this isn't, as you can tell, this isn't something I'm flying through knowing every element. This is like me doing it like everyone else would do it, not just as an HIV worker. So it's asking me to prick my finger, get a tiny bit of blood and wipe away that first bit of blood. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I could see your face. I don't have the answer. Intriguing. Okay. And it wants me to hold my finger down, obviously, gravity. Ah. To get. So want you to say good day, possums. Good day, possums. (laughs) And well, I couldn't afford very focal, Sarah. So reading glasses it is. Okay. So I'm going to prick my finger on the side. That's done. Right. Here we go. I need to wipe my first bit away. And then I'm going to keep my massage going. Okay, I'm feeling my tiny's tube. You can, um, do you want to give us some music, Sarah, like some holding music? Oh, green sleeves. That's what everyone... Maybe you could carry on talking about it. Now, I'm not going to lie. This is, I think I've put six. This is my seventh drop, and I'm only just hitting the 400. It's late. Yeah. So you're just squeezing your finger just to get as much blood out as possible. Yeah. On the last test, you couldn't stop bleeding. Well, no, it is quite good because I'm still a bit of a bleeder, bleeding like an orange, everyone. And I am. It's not, it's not an orange. One more drop, and I think I've hit my line. Oh, very good. I think that was about 10 drops. So this is how it looks. Oh, look at the colour of that. That's because yeah. of the stuff in the tube. That's not your actual blood colour, surely, is it? No, that's my actual blood colour. Look. It looks, oh no, when you held it up, it looked like a dirty, murky brown. Oh no, it's red. It's it's crimson. Like my uh, clip art. Yeah, it's very much like your clip art, Sarah. So that's how you take your sample. Um, And then you're going to, you've got a little label that you're going to put all your details on it. And obviously, I won't bore you to death with all of that, but you put that on it and then you follow the instructions, pop it back in the post and it goes back to the lab. And take the Dame Edna glasses off now. But that's how it looks. You put the, the lid back on. Okay, so that is that looks a bit like, you know, when you get the, the hospital do your bloods, so they put them in that and then they label it, don't they? And then they... Yes, yeah, it's it's a bit smaller. It's sort of a smaller version of that. Right, so I'm going to stick a plaster on. Here we go. And actually, I only used one needle there. So don't be disheartened. If you're thinking, actually, I'd like to give a postal test a whirl, give it a whirl, you know? You might be a one-finger bleeder. No, a one one needle bleeder. Do you think people would be put off by the fact they've included three needles? I think it. I think when you first start putting the blood in the tube, it feels quite daunting. And even I was thinking, oh my goodness, how long will this take? But actually, as you can see, a small bit of blood goes quite a long way. It fills it up yeah. quite a bit. So as we said, don't be put off by that. Let's do a quick summary then before we go on to kind of results and, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is the mouth swab. Yes. Very simple to administer, just two pieces of equipment, 20-minute wait for your results. Yeah. There's the at-home test where you need one drop of blood and you add some solutions to it and it gives the results in about a minute. Yeah. There's the postal test, which has more equipment out of all three. That has the most equipment. It does need a larger sample of blood. 
the sample goes off to the lab. I think people will be thinking that if they do the postal test and the result goes off, uh, the blood sample goes off to the laboratory and it comes back reactive, why do they even need to go to a sexual health clinic for another blood test? That's a good point, actually. Um, You still need to do that. This is still classed as a point of care test. It's still classed as a preliminary test. So to get full bloods done and to have them done at the clinic, that's that's the only way to um, get a definitive HIV result. So even a postal test, as you're saying, even though labs are involved in science goggles, I'm sure, that's still not your definitive result. So you would still need a follow up. Okay, right. So that's cleared that question up. Yeah. And obviously with a postal test, it can take slightly longer because you're having to post it off. The lab deals with it. And I think it's around 48 hours that you will get your result back. But yeah, it's just I think it's whatever suits people. Yeah, it's whatever people are comfortable with, isn't it? Exactly. Right. I reckon 20 minutes have passed. 20 minutes passed? They must have. We've witted enough, Sarah. Yeah, you're right. It's been about double that. Let me have a look. No, they definitely have. So here on my Aura Quick test, so I have, I will show you, I have this lovely sort of pinky red line. So again, like it's there's a control line that shows you it's worked. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And then if there's a line below that as well, the T line, if you have that that line below, that's a reactive result. If you just have the top C line, that's a control um, line, which means the test worked and it also means that you're negative. That is so similar to COVID, isn't it? So similar. And I think that's why people will find it really easy to use. Yeah. But please don't do what you do with COVID tests and put it up your nose. No. It's quite a wide paddle. You definitely get it stuck up there. And with that test, like the others, all of these can just be disposed of in the bin as normal. Absolutely. Yes. All of them. So really easy, clean, quick, efficient. I, Yeah, I think they're all fantastic, actually. I think so, too. Fabulous. And they all give the same results because I know people will be thinking, is one more test, one test more accurate than another? They're all the same, right? They're all much of a muchness. Yes. It's just about which one suits you better. So it's not, well, one will give me a definitive result as we've gone through. Yeah. It, it won't unless it's a negative result and you're outside that window period. If, if it's a reactive result, you're still going to need to go to the clinic and get those bloods. Okay. Brilliant. So there's no one test that is better for results than others. They all give equal results. Um, It really does depend on what suits you better as a person. I like that there are many different choices these days. Do you know, it's so much easier. I Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And the reason we wanted to do this as well is it might sound silly being like, why on earth are they sitting there just going through tests? Well, actually, I I don't think I knew what one of these tests would look like. I didn't know what a COVID test would look like until I got one. So by us doing this and sharing this, we're just really hoping that we, we have shared all of the options with everyone. And someone might say, oh, actually, yeah, I've always avoided testing. I hate needles. And all the, you know, all the tests that I can do in my home seem mm. to be with needles. Maybe we've made someone aware that there's a there's another option for them. Or the person that wants to have a test in the fastest time possible, surely an insti test. We can't get quicker than a minute, can we? So there's no there's no excuse not to test now. If you can't get to a sexual health clinic or you can't get to a community testing venue, then you can just test in the privacy of your own home. Absolutely. And we've just shown, I mean, I know we've also, you know, clattered on a lot as we do, Sarah, but we have just shown how quick and easy all of these tests are. There's something for everyone. So you can't think of any negatives towards using this method as a means to test yourself for HIV. I don't know if you you can other than the obvious ones we've said about oh we don't like needles but no 
circumnavigated that issue. Yeah, there are there aren't any other barriers, are there? I don't think so. And I think, like we said, just be prepared with um your local sexual health clinic or your local support services number, just in case. And actually, another little tip I'd say: maybe don't test on a Friday. Because, you know, will there be, or or out of hours, but on on a weekend especially, will there be anyone that you can speak to over the weekend? Would you be able to get into a clinic over the weekend? Probably not. So perhaps think about that as well. Would it be better to test on a day where you know the clinic are open, you know you can call them, you know you're going to be able to go down there? And they're so understanding. And if you do have a reactive result and you contact the clinic, just explain that to them. They're really, really well-versed in dealing with all of that and supporting you. Okay. So we kind of get round because we hear so many reasons why people won't test, don't we? Especially if they've either got to come to us or go to a sexual health clinic and they'll be like, oh, there's not enough parking or the times that you're open don't suit me or I'm going to have to sit in a waiting room with other people. Yeah. Um, or it's just I never have time to make that phone call or send that email to book. Yeah, get around all of that. Exactly, these. exactly. And I know that people might say, well, hang on, you, you started off talking and saying not all these tests are free. That's true. They aren't all free, but they range from anywhere from um $24.99 up to, I think, $36.99, depending on where you buy the different tests. And I, I know there's a cost of living crisis. I'm not by any means saying, oh, that's a tiny amount of money. But in terms of having that immediacy and also mm. being able to choose exactly what test you'd like, getting the results in your comfort of your own home, I do think that's a reasonable price point. I do too, definitely. And, you know, if it means that you um, know your HIV status, I think you, know, you can't really put a price on that, can you? Exactly, exactly. So I think it's, yeah, absolutely wonderful. And I'm so glad we've done this. I feel like I've been very serious for like half an hour, Sarah. Even with the blood orange chit chat, I feel like it's. I've been, I'm almost exhausted by how serious I've had to be. I can't believe that you think bleeding like a blood orange is an expression. Well, it is now, isn't it? It's well, yeah. Now, now well, it's it now was. it's bruise like a peach, bleed like an orange. Is that? Did you just make that up? I, just, I, did, I did make it up. Look at your face. I made it up. So I've never heard of this. I'm not. Is this like a South Coast expression? An Eastbourne thing. Wrong? Oh, I know. Do you know why I'm really upset, actually? So I always thought there was this Eastbourne thing of eating soup and chips. Okay. I, this is going somewhere. We've talked about this before. Right. And so I was chatting with one of my friends. I've kind of, over the last year, reconnected with one of my friends from down there. Um, Basically, you get the soup like gravy and you dip your chips in the soup. No. And at my school canteen, that's what you'd buy at lunchtime. A little styrofoam or polystyrene or however you say it. cup of soup, some chips, and you dip the chips in the soup. So her and I, we voice note a lot. And I voice note her saying, oh, you have to back me up on this. We didn't actually go to the same school, but I said, you have to back me up because I feel like I'm going mad. Nobody remembers this except for me. Like, this is an Eastbourne thing, isn't it? No. She came back. She's like, no, it's absolutely not. What What are you talking about? I was like, soup and chips, everyone. Soup and chips. No, that was just your school. I'm going to contact Ratton. That's where I went and see if they still do soup and chips. Just can't. We never had soup on the menu. Chips, yeah, and beans and you know other healthy stuff, but never, never soup and chips. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. Everyone, if I can urge you to try one thing this week, try soup and chips. But like a particular flavor, like tomato. I can get tomato soup. It's a bit like ketchup, isn't it? So, or is any soup? Oh, any soup. I mean, obviously, I don't eat meat now, but it used to be like a lovely chicken soup, or maybe like a beef. Any soup. 
Because you think of it, it's like a sauce, isn't it? It's like a gravy. It's Even so minestrone. Well, that's a bit fancy, and they certainly did not serve minestrone at my school. <laughs> it was like you could have no, like no minestrone, country vegetable. That's another no. popular choice. <laughs> no, it was soup and chips or sticky willies. What's a sticky willy? You guys call them iced buns. It's just like a hot dog bun with some icing on it. They're awful. Yes. Why, is it, why did you call it a sticky willy? Again, that's what it was called at my school. <laughs> I feel like my school. school or was it some sort of young person's institution thing? <laughs> it's like it doesn't. I feel like I lived in the twilight zone. Where it's just like, did I, did I make all of this up? Sticky willies. Iced buns. You've never called it a sticky willy though. Genuinely, no, I know, genuinely have never. I've never even heard of that before. Oh, please, somebody else tell me they've heard of it being called a sticky willy. No. What did you call donuts? We called um, millionaire shortbread I'd never heard of because we called it like a caramel slice. Caramel slice? It's millionaire shortbread. That's very well known. Uh, No, I totally get that now. And even in shops, I don't know what. Maybe Eastbourne was just trying to rebrand things. It was like, we're going to make it our own thing. Oh, I don't know. Did you have a different name? Every region of the UK has got a different name for a bread roll, like Baps or... Oh, I hate the term Baps. There's a shop um, going into Windsor and it's called like Brenda's Baps or something. And I think she must know. She must know that name, right? What we're all thinking. Brenda's Baps. In Windsor? It's on the way from Maidenhead. Where are you from? Yeah. Where are you from? Brenda's Baps. Never heard of that either. I'm beginning to think you live in some sort of parallel universe. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm beginning to think I do, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Weird expressions for food. Some of it overtly sexual, in my opinion. But you know when you never think of something like that because that's just what you've always known it as. And then when other people are like, that's gross. And you're like, is it? Oh, I guess that does sound horrible and non-appetising. you sure it was soup and it, it wasn't gruel? <laughs> like on Oliver Twist. Probably. It's probably just camp. You were actually in an Eastbourne workhouse. Wow. Maybe. I don't know. Did you have to wear a bonnet? <laughs> no, no bonnets. No bonnets. <laughs> Very short tie, no bonnets. But I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest, we've talked about my school before. Do you remember when that guy basically nailed himself through his school jumper to the cross at the end of the, the school field? My school was a bizarre place, let's say, when I went there. So, I mean... <laughs> Gosh, you're right. I'd forgotten about that. Yes, I can see now Yeah, all of this different language. Yeah, okay, I've got it. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to email them and be like, please clarify that soup and chips was a thing. Please. Somebody somebody out there clarify that soup and chips is a thing and I'm not going bananas. Get on that Eastbourne Gossip Girls. I think there's there's a group for like the school I went to. So maybe I'll put it on there. Oh, perfect. Oh, we'll report back then. I'm very interested. Okay. I'm going to let you know. God, if everyone comes back and goes, yeah, God, of course they did, duh. I'll be like, oh, okay. I feel equally silly now both ways. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a no win situation. (laughs) Right? Never mind. Never mind. Well, oh, what an episode. This has been fantastic, especially during European HIV testing week. Well done, us, Sarah. That's indeed God, we're so current, Jess, aren't we? Aren't we? Well done, me, for you know, look at my little fingers. Oh, look at you trying to encourage praise. Hello, look at my fingers. Uh, yeah. Well done, you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, All the beautiful. HIV tests completed today. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can safely say you're definitely not HIV positive. <laughs> Amazing. Once again, thank you to Aura Quick for sponsoring the episode. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. And um, 
what are we doing next week? Do you know? I feel like I always ask you this. We have no idea. I don't know either. No, I've got no idea what we're doing next. I genuinely don't have any idea. Okay. Well, I'll still be in recovery. So maybe from my little finger injuries. Oh, I'm going to milk it for quite some time. Someone get Jess a sling. Oh, yes. And some crutches. Yeah. But you'll be fainting in sick to work tomorrow. <gasps> tomorrow I'll be like, oh, I can't really type. You see? Oh, it's difficult. Mm. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I know. I can oh, see it coming. We should say, don't forget Sarah's little... I don't really know what we're going to call your awful advertising word awful? document situation. I don't think we're calling it awful. The shambles. McAdams shambly advertising. If you want to put anything up there, just get in touch. Drop us a line. Will Hanson, Lost Boys of Soho, he will appreciate the ingenuity of this. I know he will. And I forgive him for calling me a lemon. <laughs> and I, re- <laughs> I reply with love. Thanks for listening to the HIV podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can now also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the HIV podcast for behind the scenes insights and video. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.